Okay. Um, it's super good to see you all here. I'm excited to share a little message with you guys. And I'm sorry in advance because I'm not the best or most comfortable public speaker. But I'm just going to do what the Lord put on my heart. So I'm going to start off in prayer. I know we already did this, but I'm going to do it again. Okay. Dear Lord, I pray that you would be here during this message. Lord, I pray that your spirit would fill the room. And um, whatever it is you want us to hear, Lord, I pray that you would just give me the words to say, Lord. And I pray that we would realize your calling on our lives. And in Jesus' name, amen. Have you ever received a needed call from a friend? Um, Whether it was a call after a breakup, a rough day, or simply just a call from a friend that you needed them to be there simply by your side. Similar to a needed call from a friend, the Lord has been calling you since day one to let him enter in and to respond to his lead. (laughs) Aaron gave a message about this. Um, a month ago, and I can honestly say it really spoke to me, because as he was speaking, something clicked. It was this idea of calling and response. So the question for today is, are you responding to his call? Am I responding to his call? In John 18, Aaron spoke about Judas and Peter, and the gist of this passage is, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it would take a while, but I'm just going to talk about the main points. So um, both Peter and Judas were called, neither one more than the other. I think oftentimes we can think that Peter was called more than Judas because look at the fruit of his life and how he lived out his Christianity. But the truth is that the difference lies in their responses. The response of Judas was that Judas turned to his love of money. He betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver and sent Jesus off to his crucifixion. And he ended up feeling so guilty that he hung himself. On the other hand, we see Peter. In this chapter, Peter cut someone's ear off from anger and denied Jesus three times. And from this story, I learned two takeaways. Um, The first one is that no failure is too big for God. As you can see, both Judas and Peter failed in pretty big ways. Judas's response to his failure was, I failed too hard, there's no way to make this right. On the other hand, we see Peter's response, and yes, he did feel guilty and like a failure, um, but at the end of his life, he totally came back to the Lord. He said, yes, I failed, but the Lord can forgive and redeem me. Peter didn't allow himself to believe the lie that Judas believed, which was the lie that there is no way to make this failure right. It's so bad that it can't be fixed. Peter moved past his failures towards the Lord. And this is the right response to have. I don't know, maybe some of you feel like you made too big of a mistake where the Lord can't forgive you. But this is actually really dangerous and can lead us to stray from God just like it did with Judas. However, this mentality is not true. The Lord is willing to forgive anyone that asks. So I encourage you guys to learn from your mistakes and failures. Don't let them define you. Instead, grow from them. Also, failure isn't always a big sin either. For example, I started leading worship in junior high because I felt called to do it, but I literally hated it so much. I felt like such failure. It was so awkward. No junior hires ever sing. It was so quiet, but yeah, it was just so awkward. But I learned through the years that um, focusing on our failures all the time is actually a pretty selfish thing. 
because all the focus is on you. Well, I was doing worship in junior high. Look what I did, how I messed up, how I failed. Instead, I encourage you guys to go to him with your failures. Come to him with your mistakes. Be vulnerable with him. I've experienced feelings of failure turn into joy through not letting it stop me in my tracks because failure can leave you frozen. Instead, I encourage you to let it inspire you to grow. The second point I got out of the message is the concept of responding and doing it now. Um, as talked about in Aaron's message, message, Peter responded to God's call. Judas didn't. Honestly, I don't even remember what it was he said, but something about his message made me think of when do we respond? The time to respond is now. It's not in 20 years. It's not in six months, and it's not even tomorrow. What is God calling you to do now? What has he impressed on your heart that you are ignoring? Maybe it's to serve. Maybe it's to be a speaker, to do missions, to start a Bible study at your school, to reach out to your friends, to treat your siblings better, to obey your parents. The list could go on and on. Honestly, I don't know what it is, but um, don't wait for another day. Do this today. In other words, we need to respond quickly. I'm not saying that you need to start a Bible study at your school right now while at church, but I'm just, I mean that we need to be looking for opportunities and ready to respond quickly and say yes when the Lord has put something on our heart. Sometimes it's more comfortable to not respond, and this is actually at almost all times. However, although it is hard, awkward, and uncomfortable, it is necessary. In my life, a couple things that come to mind are hanging out with someone who doesn't have a friend at school or praying for people the Lord puts on my heart. Um, although these two things are so simple, they have brought me so much joy and comfort despite the uncomfortable beginnings. Are you responding to the call? To wrap this up, I want you to remember that how we handle our fa failure in response to his call affect not only today. We have a responsibility as Christians to be heavenly-minded. Our temporary choices aren't just temporary. They deal with eternal things. Where Peter chose life, Judas chose death. I think so often we can say, I failed too bad, forget it, I quit. Or, no, not right now, I'll respond later to the call. But here's the thing, our life is so short, we cannot forget about eternity. So I'm going to do a demonstration. <laughs> so, Alina and uh, Sayla. Oh, sorry, James. Okay, you guys can come up here. <laughs> um, I saw this at a junior-senior retreat that I just went to, and it helped me really put in perspective life and my worries and stress and just all that stuff. So... <laughs> I'm going to have you hold this. Who is who? Where? You, Alina. And then, yeah. So you're just going to keep on rolling that. It could honestly go on forever. Yes, like that. Yeah, they didn't know about this. Okay. So, um, yeah, honestly, this could go around the world seven billion times. Basically, that's infinity. Okay, so I don't know if you can... Sorry. Where is it? Yeah. I don't know if you can see it because it's so small. But you see this little thing, the green? Yeah, point it out. Okay, that represents now our life on Earth, and blue is eternity. Keep going, Taylor. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> you can stop. Whatever. Okay. Um, what are you doing with this little portion of your life? 
I have to ask myself this all the time. How is it defined? Is it defined by relationships, drugs, worry, stress, anxiety, failure? It doesn't even have to be bad. Is it all about sports? All about school? For <laughs> you can stop. <laughs> For me, this past week it had been school because I had finals and I was so stressed. I was just studying like all the time, and I didn't make time for reading the Bible or prayer life or any of that. Um, but I have to remember that God put a calling on my life. Each of you is called every single person. You guys can probably set it down now. You guys are good. Thank you so much. You killed it. <laughs> um, yeah. God knew Judas and Peter would both fail him, and yet he chose them anyways. And the greatest thing is that he chose us too. Despite failure, despite mess-ups, despite anxiety, despite depression, whatever it is, he chose you guys. Never think it's too late or awkward for coming back to God's calling. Are you listening to the call? Respond, and respond today. So I'm going to close in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all of your blessings and for the book of John, and all of its amazing truths. I pray that we wouldn't be satisfied with accepting our failure, Lord. I pray that we wouldn't be content with worldly pleasures. Um, We would keep an internal perspective in mind, Lord. And I would pray that we would realize that you have called us, Lord. And thank you for this day. I pray that we would live out the gospel for you, Lord. And in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, let's have a hand for Trevor, Gabby, and Katie. That was awesome, you guys. So cool.